What's up, everybody? Episode one of the Chambers Creative Podcast, where we provide you guys with tips and tools to take back control of your marketing. Uh, I'm here today with Chris Bartell from Modern Fitness. Um, Chris, can you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about your business? Yeah, dude. Uh, well, first of all, feel honored. First episode, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we are Modern Fitness. Uh, we're a local gym in Tallahassee. Uh, we specialize in group training, um, personal training, and something that makes us different than a lot of people is we offer group classes and open gym in the same roof at the same time. So, two areas. Uh, it's a pretty cool environment. Uh, yeah, I'd say that's a little gist of modern. We're a, uh, it's pretty good, modern. It's a good elevator pitch. That's good. Thank you, sir. Yeah, so, what I, man, I, what I love about your gym the most is that you have all of these different styles of training, at least with for like you, you you have experience in all these different styles of training, and you have like just enough experience in each of them to be able to talk to anybody. Yeah, to like that. communicate a little bit. Yeah, like like strongman, like uh, group class, like powerlifting, power CrossFit, power like all of it. And so when you're here, it's so interesting because you can have like the, like the like the jargon, like the yeah yeah. yeah. Well, you can see people doing strongman. And they're having as much fun doing their training as like people who were in the group class. And I've never seen a gym that so effectively combines all of those. It usually becomes very clicky, and that's not the case here. I appreciate that, man. That was um, that was the goal. So the fact that that is is kind of carrying through the way that we envisioned has been really cool. I think uh, I think one of the main reasons why that happened was just constantly promoting like. You know even though you are doing all these things like you are under this umbrella of modern like you do you represent the same gym and mm-hmm. and I think that kind of just maybe not entitlement is the right word but that kind of belonging yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is what I think brings it all together and I think I think somehow everyone is just so nice to everybody in here yeah. um, but I appreciate you saying that man that um, that means a lot to me so it's pretty cool that you know I feel kind of humbled about it most of the time but uh, it really is cool when I think about it to see how far it's come at least from from where you've seen it I mean Brian kind of stopped in the first maybe what two I, weeks I think I think I stopped in right before you guys opened yeah right like maybe no I think we were, it, well, right it was in the, the grand first, opening yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. so then it was in our first two weeks um anyway man to see just to see how much this place has gone and you know in a year and in, in about four or five months now has been heartwarming to say the least considering like you saw how stressed out I was at one point just you know just wanting to make it work and, yeah. and really trying to believe in what I believed in and you know and and to have it continue to just do well has been it's been nice man yeah for sure uh so can you go ahead and kind of give us a little bit of a background on how the gym started like yeah what what led you to the point where you created modern and wanted it to be called modern I think um um Start I think be- for me. Start from the beginning. Yeah, okay, so from the beginning, uh, I was in college, and um, I wanted to work as a personal trainer. I thought it'd be a really cool job. Um, I was a lifeguard at the time, and I thought that was a cool job. So for me, it honestly started like not super genuine, just kind of like, man, like it'd be really cool to be a personal trainer, and I think that'd be neat. So I applied at Florida State, um, did not get the job, and then I get a call back because they make you interview and this stuff and I get a call back and they said hey someone dropped out so if you want the job you can have it and I was like hey okay, I'll take it I'm not 
Yeah, so anyway, it's just funny because if that person hadn't dropped out, I don't know if I would have applied again. But, uh, you know, for, working at Florida State was a good start because it they teach you a lot of things from the ground up, you know, just everything that it takes to be a personal trainer, movement and all these different things. And uh, and that was a really good start for me. From there, moved on to UFIT. Um, and that was a different animal because for the first time I had to work with adults. So I was still maybe 19 or 20. And uh, for the first time, adults were paying real money, you know, for me to train them. And that was a big wake-up call for me in a good way. So I didn't take that very lightly. I think for me, that's when things started switching mentally to like, hey, like, I need to take this more seriously. Like, you know, not only is this person paying me X amount of money, um, but I don't want to let them down. You yeah. know, the same way, like, just I was, I was still in a position where, like, adults were different to me, like, yeah. in my mind, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, these are adults. Like, I need to make sure that I don't screw them over. Yeah. Um, Introduce some bigger money, and you start to hopefully... Yeah. Hopefully, if you're good, you start to go, I might need to take this a little bit more seriously. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, and I started just trying to make sure that what I was telling them wasn't wrong. So I started doing a lot of research, and then because of that, I think everyone goes through this phase as a trainer where you just feel like you figured it out. Yeah. You're like, you know, this is the right way to do it. Um, I was really big into powerlifting at the time, so I was like, you know, compound movements and strength training. Is Everybody really needs to, to deadlift. Everybody needs to deadlift. Um, and, uh, and I mean, it worked out. Like, it didn't hurt nobody. Um, but at the same time, um, I don't know. I feel like everyone looks back and thinks things could be different. But Yeah, I mean, if you, as a coach, or honestly, a business owner, doesn't matter, if you don't look back on your first year of doing something and go, oh, my God, that was terrible, you probably I don't know if you've been progressing. Yeah. yeah. Another thing too is a big thing that I dealt with, and I dealt with when I first opened this here, and then I deal with it occasionally now, a little bit less. Um, was imposter syndrome. Oh, so yeah. when I worked at UFIT, and I'm working with these adults. I'm like, I was thinking, when are they going to realize that I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing? Like, oh, sorry for cursing. <laughs> no, um, you're good. You're good. You're good. So I labeled it as explicit on on Anchor, so God. we're good to go. Um, to where I would. Obviously, like, I knew of the thing, like, I knew the right ways to train people, but at the same time, all those things were from books or things that I had read, you know, you're yeah. just like, this is the progression, different stuff. Yeah. So anyway, start working with adults, and then I get tired of you fit. Um, what, corporate. While, you were, while you were there, did you have to do sales? Yes. So yeah. that was one of the main reasons why I left, was just the push on how many clients do you have, mm -hmm. you know, you need to be getting a couple more clients a week. Um... You know, and all these different things that were all sales-oriented. Um, and me, personally, at that time, I did not really, I, like, I hated that. Yeah. Um, I was definitely more into, like, trying to make people better and their results and stuff. And, you know, the fact that they never asked me how my current clients were doing yeah. um, really frustrated me. I was like, you know, these people from corporate are coming down and they're saying, you know, luckily for me, I was doing pretty well at UFIT. So they were like, hey, like, we think you're doing really well. We might want to move you to a training director. Here are the things, and then all the, I was excited about a promotion, and then all the things that they were talking about were a training director, were just sales this, sales that, you're gonna do less training, you're gonna focus on getting new people in the door, and this, and uh, at that time, I just did not, that's not what I wanted to do, like I wanted to be a trainer, I didn't yep. wanna be a salesman, yep. and um, so because of that, got tired of that, and then I found this small gym in Tallahassee, um, I'm not gonna name them, uh, it kinda sucks, so I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, but I worked there for a good bit, and what was good about that is it gave me, it did, and I will be honest about this, it gave me the freedom to grow 
and do what I wanted. Um, the situation there was awesome where all I had to do was pay X amount of money a month and um, I had the freedom to train my clients and that was a really good that was a really good position where I was at at the time because that's when I changed from having to focus on just getting people to better to being like I need to get a certain amount of clients because I'm having to pay this guy money like I'm paying rent essentially so now not even at not necessarily out of desperation but out of like grind time like you know I need to I need to get better at convincing someone that I can be their trainer yeah um but the difference for me was like I'm gonna follow through on that so like not only am I gonna try to sell them yeah but I'm not gonna sell the bullshit like that was the thing I always hated was when people referred to a salesman mentality is they uh you know, it always like seems, a sleazy. Car it's like a sleazy thing, yeah, yeah. right? So I was like, the only way that I can do that is if if you back it up, you back it up, right? Exactly. Like you say, hey, this is what we're gonna be honest with them. Like, hey, I can do this. We can do this. Yep. I think you have a good goal here, or I don't think this is a good goal. Maybe not like that explicit, but I would be like, hey, like if these are your goals, like that's awesome. But I think we should work on these smaller things first. You know, right. you'd have everything from. Um, people that wanted to be you know professional athletes that don't even play college sports you know to somebody who um you know just like just people that weren't serious about what they were doing and right. sometimes you had to be honest but the point is is I was able to work there enough to um to kind of learn some things to where I, I got to where I wanted to open up my own place they were just everyone's gonna have this where wherever they work uh they're gonna see flaws in the system um and I was fortunate enough to be like, well, I feel like I could do this on my own. Um, I put together a business plan with the help of some of my friends um, that are finance people. So I got a little lucky there just knowing the right people. And, um, and they helped me put together a business plan um, along with like, okay, how much, how much money am I gonna need to survive and this and stuff. And that slowly just evolved into, okay, how much money am I gonna need uh, to getting a loan to, you know, taking a big risk and finding a space and opening up the doors and really believing in what was going to make this place successful, which was just, you know, everyone that comes in the door, like just give them, give them something that they can, they can bind to, you know, whether it's group classes, whether it's open gym, whether it's personal training, give them a facility that is going to allow them to not only feel comfortable, um, but feel welcomed and feel a part of the community no matter what part of that community is yeah. and um, And really it's been as simple as that so far um, Which is just like when someone new walks through the door just you know Try to help find where they're gonna be the most comfortable here um, And then follow through with it mm -hmm. um, Don't uh, don't get the sale and then just You got the sale, you know, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, and looking back on it. Do you think that there is do you wish that you had yes and no um i left at the right time at ufit because i felt like it was on my terms and i was in a position to where i could i could leave pretty easily mm -hmm. um and take clients with me yeah so like that was a big thing is i had to be kind of sneaky about it yeah. if you're a corporate ufit i'm sorry uh, <laughs> um so if i was a training director i don't think that would have happened Two, I think maybe some of the things that they would have taught me about sales could have been helpful now. Yeah. But I really think that it's much simpler. Um, that's for me. That's one thing that I've been 
like wishing that I had the experience with was working in a commercial gym for just the sales and mm -hmm. and like tracking and stuff like that that I'm having to kind of learn about the hard way. Now. So one thing that I can just remember from when I when I signed up for Gold's Gym when I was like 16 or 17 yeah. was their sales mentality was like and honestly I got to watch the training director do some sales yeah. really what it comes down to is they want to figure out how much you can afford yeah. and fit in a plan that fits that budget yeah. so whatever it is so if you if you feel like you can afford regardless of whether you need it yeah I mean it was never about I mean there's gonna be people that do it more or less better and by better I just mean more moral um, you're gonna get some people that just just want to get as much money out of you as possible and there's some people that really truly want to take that model and figure out how much you can afford and try to give you the best plan possible for what you can afford mm -hmm. um, but I'm sure there's some techniques that like they could have taught me that would have been better or less but so far what's worked for us and I think why we're different is I don't have that background so because of that the way that I talk to people just never feels salesy. And I'm sure it's the same way with you because you don't even know how to do that. Right. So it's almost better to me at least because I can be as genuine as possible and be like, hey, like welcome to modern. Like, you know, what are some of the things that you're interested in? Mm -hmm. So instead of how much money can you afford, it's like, what are you interested in? Yeah. And then figure out from there, especially too, where, you know, I don't know, it just feels genuine. And yeah. I've always gotten that from you too. So I think. I'm sure there's things we could have learned, but I almost, to be honest, I think it's better that we didn't have that yeah. that um, experience because there's no way where we can fake it. Yeah. Right. Because that's true. the uh, The genuineness of it is is what does the sale better than learning how to sell. Yeah. I think exactly because at no point am I thinking about like selling this person a membership. I'm like. Hey, like what, like where, where are you gonna fit in? Yeah. You know what, what's gonna be best for you, kind of a thing. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Where did you come up with the name Modern, and how does that not already exist? Dude. So first of all, <laughs> don't know how it doesn't exist. Blew my mind. Um, I was thinking about names, and I wanted it to be catchy. Here, here was my things for a name. I wanted it to be to where you could say the name, and you knew exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. And I needed it to be catchy. Not super long, yeah. not super difficult. I basically... You mean super long, like Big Ben's strength and conditioning? No, see, because you can go Big Ben, but something like <laughs> if it was like... Um, oh, God, I don't know. Like if you were just like... Fortitude, sports performance. Yeah, like oh. something like that, where like, or just even something super left field, like just like, you know... Reddit... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know... Tallahassee's ultimate training facility. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. stuff like that. Like just didn't want it. Too jumbled. Too jumbled. What I wanted was something that I felt like could be a national or international brand. Yep. So I'm a big thinker guy. Yeah. Whether I believe that we could actually become a national brand or not, I was like, why would I want to limit that just by the name? Right. So those were kind of the three main categories. And I thought of all these things like elevate, um, you know achieve like all these things and just nothing really sat right until we were just like just write down names of what the gym is going to be so we wrote like functional we wrote turf we like it was me jonathan and uh, who else it might have been my friend sophia um 
and Jacob might have been there. Anyway, we all sat there and we're just like writing down names mm -hmm. until modern like popped up just because it was like a did modern you, did place. Did you know immediately? Kinda. I yeah. was like, I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. And um, I was a little worried that like, so when when we decided like, damn, that's the best fucking sorry, that's the best name to go with. Um, the LLC was available in, in the state of Florida. Easy. <laughs> So I was like, game over, that's us. Game over. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it was as simple as, like, say it how it is. Like, yeah. what are we? Yeah. We're modern. And how'd you design the logo? Because that's kind of a funny story. Uh, well, my logo is actually the same logo that I've had since 2015 when I started working at, <coughs> excuse me, at uh, my old gym. Um, and it was Bartel Fitness. Uh -huh. um, it's the exact same logo. I made it on Microsoft PowerPoint. Good. I made a circle, yep. and then I made the barbell out of lines, and then I just used a font that I liked that said Bartel Fitness, um, and then all I did was change Bartel to Modern. Yeah. And uh, that was it. You know how many people, you know how many businesses like yours would have paid $10,000 for a branding company to come up with the same thing? Same thing. And I they wanted, would say, like, this is so aesthetic and simple. And it, it's, it's funny. modern. <laughs> it's modern. It's simple. It's vectors. Elegant. So I wanted to, like, what made it perfect to me, I was like, I can scale this however I want. Like, yeah. it's just letters. There's nothing crazy. It can go as big or as small without worrying about any, like, distortion. Yep. Uh, the biggest thing that we really have taken advantage of was, like, the logo is so simple that we can put any background on it. So we've been changing our logo with every season. Yep. We've been... Uh, changing our logos for certain things like really makes it easy because you've got your kind of base logo like this right here and then anytime that you want to you know do a summer t-shirt and then a fall t-shirt and then a winter t-shirt you have seasonal launches even though the baseline shirt is the same is the same and so, then you could do kind of like what rogue does with their t-shirts where they just have the standard design and it's they've got 17 different colors of it yep and what's perfect about that is like it's the same branding yep. so people know who modern is it's consistent but different colors and different things are gonna fits their personal gonna style. attach to you know we have we have a rainbow sticker we have an all black sticker we have a like um, camo sticker we have an American flag sticker I mean just we have wave stickers so like any logo that fits someone's person like I gravitate towards the waves one right you know our buddy Joey Lauren's husband one of our coaches. He gravitates towards the sand camel one because he was a marine yeah so like it's just cool how like we we can have the same kind of openness and bring it on environment and people can find anyways which well but what's really interesting about that is it kind of ties into the whole idea of the gym which is that you can have all of these different concepts powerlifting strongman group classes uh weightlifting crossfit doesn't matter all under one house because it kind of just fits whatever your flavor is exactly easily. without being clicky yeah and i think what's cool about it is when i first opened i had a lot of people not a lot of people but there's a couple people that i know in tallahassee that own their own businesses that would tell me that you know they're like you know like that's an interesting idea but like you know really what you want to do is find your niche and stick I with that. I was gonna niche. ask you about this you know, because I, I want to know what you actually think about that. Okay, I thought about why, why the hell is this not our niche? Right. Like, why is it being open to everybody? Like, why can't that be our niche? Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. 
And here we are. That was the only thing that I heard when I was about to open mine was like, you got to figure out what your niche is, and, and then you got to dial into that. And I was like, well, mine is strength, obviously. Like, this is definitely what I need to do. Um, and I, I personally wouldn't imagine doing anything else. Now I have like a little bit better understanding of how businesses work, and I could come up with a business plan for any type of training that I wanted to do. But everybody seems to be in the industry seems to be saying like dial into a niche, don't do everything, just do one thing really really well. And then you were like, well, no, I'm good. My well, niche- I was so people would my biggest thing, and like this may be like egotistical a little bit, but people will be like, hey, like, like not everyone is Michael Jordan, yeah. right? There's one Michael Jordan kind of a thing and like for me like that was my idea of like well if no one's doing this because they don't think a lot of people can do it yeah i'm gonna be the person that can do it like you know what i'm saying I like that um and really like i just thought that people were overcomplicating a very simple wheel yeah of why you know, like, why can't all these things exist? Like, all these, you need to do this. Like, you need to find your niche. You need to do this. And my answer would be why. Yeah. Like, and they would be like, well, you know, it's just not how it's done. Or like, you know, if you're talking to too many people, you're not going to be able to do one thing well kind of a thing. Um, but on the other hand, it makes it easy to talk to literally everybody. Exactly. And who's to say, like, it's not like we're doing a lot of things here. Yeah. Like, I focus on doing group classes really, really well. Mm-hmm. The open gym is easy because, because like, it allows people, for people to do what they, they want do whatever to. they want anyway yeah. so it's not like i have to do anything and the real cool part is because it's what we do when people come here they see us on social media like they're already aware of that or the new people that are not aware of that i think because all of our staff including me is just so friendly on a touch point yeah they never feel uncomfortable so even if something seems a little scary we're just like yeah that's just like that's their style it's pretty cool like you know, it's not something that we may do in group classes, but um, it is something that exists here. If you ever want to, you know, try that, let me know. And the coolest thing that I was afraid of was people feeling intimidated from what other people are doing in the open gym. And although that may happen sometimes, I think now that we've evolved and people know a little bit more of what we are, I've noticed the complete opposite, where it's inspiring to some of these people, or they see, you know, we have a group of two or three really strong girls here that you know carry the log bar or carry the farmers carry handles do strongman stuff we have these crossfitters that can squat you know 200 uh plus pounds and you know some of these girls in our group class that see that are like wow like they like it like to them it's like that's amazing like to them like those are possibility that that's something that they exactly it opens up this world of like you know wow like that's amazing like i want to do that or on the other hand it opens up the world of like whoa that's really scary that's not something i want to do yeah but they're glad that another route exists for them to not have to do that well it's a gym that kind of essentially democratizes fitness like anybody can have access to any type of fitness that they want here without it feeling intimidating or nerve-wracking and really the big thing is without people feeling judged yeah because i've noticed that at some other gyms if you do certain things, people just look at you funny. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if it's because it's normalized here or because, like, I, because I can go no, up. Because there's no niche here. Yeah, there really is no, like, you're right. Like That's it. Like, if you're at a gym that is very niche-focused, then if you do something outside of that. It's very confusing. Yeah, exactly. Right. One thing that's very interesting to me is I listened to a podcast with Ben Bertrand. Um, for most people who you don't know, 
Um, he is like a really famous CrossFit coach. Um, he coaches professional CrossFit athletes, has his own gym and stuff. And I was listening to one of his podcasts because I like kind of hearing different sides. I really like listening to podcasts of people that own businesses that do have a niche because that allows me to focus really hard on what that niche is yeah. and how to do that a little bit at least in here. Anyway, listening to his podcast and a lot of times I get a lot of really good information from him. But one thing that I heard that I was like, wow, like I think you're wrong on that was he said that, you know, if we have people that come in and don't want to do our programming, you know, then you're just like, you, then you don't fit into the culture here. You're just not part of the family that we're creating. Mm -hmm. Like we're like, you know, it's totally fine. Like we know people are going to do other stuff, but if you don't want to do our programming, then you're not going to fit into this family because that's what we're building here is a family. And that's how we keep them all together. And that's a cult. To me, that's what Yeah, that I mean, like, yeah, essentially. You know? So to me, like, where I thought that was wrong, where I was like, you know, we're obviously proving that that's not the case. Like, people can do different types of fitness mm -hmm. and still be in the same world. It's really cool. Like, yeah. uh, uh, it's very humbling. Like, to like sometimes, like, I'm driving to work, and we were talking about imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, when is when is everyone going to realize that this is just, like, I don't even fake? I don't know. Like, am I just, like, is it just going to crumble under my fingers one day? Like, yeah. you know, like, you're just waiting for that moment. Like, not, like, really, but. I get that all the time. And then sometimes, and then it'll just be, like, I'll drive to the gym. And one of my other coaches has opened up the gym. And they're doing open gym. And I'm, like, maybe I do know what I'm doing a little yeah. bit. Like, at least enough. Or, I know? just feel so like that exact same thing will happen to me like I'll come in in the morning and like you know our coach Lauren had already coached her like first morning class and yeah. you know people are in here working out and you just walk in and like you see it moving as a machine without you yeah. being here yeah. and you're just like I just feel so thankful I'm like wow like this this worked at yeah. least up to this point you yeah. know like it's crazy yeah and for us like social media has been a huge part of that because that was I wanted to I want to talk about that a little bit because one that's what I do and the point of the podcast but I want to know like why does your social media look so good it looks so inviting and you can you can tell by looking at any single picture or video that this is a non-intimidating place to be how did you manage that because that was the goal yeah um before we had a brand before it was just Modern fitness, no one knew what that was. I knew that if I wanted to create an environment here that I wanted, that I needed to show that environment on social media. Because the way that I envisioned it was that people would see us on social media, yep. be like, that seemed like a cool place to go to, yep. and then go to it. Yep. And I felt like the only way that I could, sh it was funny, I was like, the only way I could create the environment that I want is to show that we already have that environment. So if I could get a picture of people smiling, if I could get a group picture, if I could, whatever it was, I wanted to capture it and post it and just caption something that was going to appeal to a large group of people. Um, and really it starts with, if you look at any of our posts, and this is a big secret that I'm giving away, which I feel kind of icky about, yeah. I don't know, but you will never see us post about a results driven gym. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's so interesting because it took me forever to figure that out. Really? I'm still trying to figure that out. But you Well, you're so I will say your world's slightly different because like results are really really important for the yeah. athletes that you yeah. work with. 
Whereas for me, and don't get me wrong, results are really important to people, mm -hmm. but I always saw it as this. The mistake in the social media fitness world is that everybody talks about results. And to me, that just sounded so, like, redundant. And it almost sounded, like, blown up. Mm -hmm. Here's how I saw it. I was like, I don't, I don't see my dentist yeah. advertising, hey, this is the best place to get your teeth cleaned in town. Yeah. Like... No, you go to the dentist because, like, they got a dentist degree. Uh -huh. They know how to clean teeth. Yeah. Like, the only reason why I go to my dentist is because I really like the staff, you yeah. know? And I was like, fitness is the same way. Like, you can literally go anywhere and fitness is going to work. Like, that's why it's Same, that's why same it's thing fitness. with a coffee shop. Exactly. Same thing with a restaurant, like a local restaurant. Exactly. It, like, every single restaurant you go to, you're going to eat food. You're going to eat food, and it's more than likely going to taste good. Yeah. Because if it didn't taste good... They probably wouldn't be in business. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you managed to go, this is the environment I want to create. I'm going to showcase that through my pictures and through my social media and my video. Mm -hmm. And then that environment will then exist because I show that that exists. Because the people that gravitate towards yep. what they were seeing mm -hmm. are going to be the same people that I wanted here anyway. Exactly. Or else they wouldn't have came here yeah. for what they were seeing. Yeah. And the coolest part is, like, my biggest thing was that fitness is a byproduct. Like, I was like, you're going to come here, we're going to have fun, you're going to be challenged, you know, it's a safe environment, Right. Um, we're going to support you, and then all those things together, you know, you don't, it's almost like you don't even have to think about fitness, yeah. like, you don't have to think about results, it's just going to happen, yep. um, you know, and, and I get a lot of things where people just, they say, like, they just love, they just look forward to coming here, yep. and a lot of times it's not even about the workout, mm -hmm. it's like the friends that they've made here now, yep. the it's the kind gym of funny. Is so inviting feeling. Yeah. You know, like it's a comfortable feeling when you walk in immediately and it's not intimidating. I feel like people don't even talk about us like a gym. Yeah. You know, like yeah. people don't say like, oh, I love working out at Modern Fitness. They're just like, I, I love yeah, Modern. That's the interesting part. They don't say fitness in the name. They say Modern. They say Modern. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so it's... It, so it it's kind like of, a recreational center. Exactly. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a really, really <laughs> neat idea. One second here. We get 30 seconds or 30 minutes. Okay. Like um, little tech difficulties, but we back. For sure. So along with that idea of working from the end game, which is you know where you want to be, so just act like that's the place that you have, and then it will create that place that you have. What were some other things that you tried to do with your social media right off the bat that you feel like contributed to your success? Um, definitely daily content of what it was like in here consistency um, consistency and back to that salesman mentality i never wanted to show some my biggest thing is when i would see something on someone's social media and i would go to that place and it was just nothing like that place yeah you know or like you know it's almost like you're getting catfished by businesses right right so i was like well the easiest way for me to not catfish people is just to post stories of what it's like here and what's cool about the stories is it's so raw like what's cool about it is the touch point of a story allows like for me like at least from my opinion i do very little editing i mean i don't do editing i literally record it off instagram i'll yeah. be like you know you'll be walking around and be like oh this is a really good story or i'll be teaching a class and i'll be like everyone's working hard right now everything looks good i'm gonna take a quick story um so instagram stories uh, social uh, media yeah and just kind of um you know at the beginning and honestly it's even still today stories are our biggest thing um and then what that's done for us has been just 
people, because they see how active we are on, on social media and Instagram and stuff like that, um, they post their own stories about us. Mm -hmm. You know, the super you know, popular thing right now is taking a picture of like your Apple Watch and the calories that you've burned and stuff. So yeah. they'll post it on their story. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about that another day. Um, but from my perspective, you know, I get excited yeah. about it because yeah. I reshare it. Not only do they get to see that like we're 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 proud to show off what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, but if anything, like for me, it's the same thing. Like when they post about us, all of their followers see it. Um, and it's really cool. It's become like a little cycle of just social media engagement and what that's done for at least the millennial demographic um, has been awesome. I mean, I would say our major demographic is kind of like, you know, 23 to maybe like 40s, 45s, but definitely kind of. I'd say the median age is about 29, 30. Um, that young adult, I think they gravitate towards the type of equipment and stuff that we have. Um, but really seeing a lot of, you know, people that find us, people that find us that I would not have assumed would like us, find comfortableness here. And that, and I don't mean that in a negative way, I mean that in a way where like, I know that the barbells can be scary. I know that seeing tires can be, you know, a little intimidating to someone who may not gravitate towards that. Mm -hmm. But having them come in, you can see that they're visibly a little anxious and you know, you can just talk to them and be like, hey, like, how's it going? Like, you know, how can we help you? You know, like what, what what's gonna be the route that is gonna make you the most comfortable and what can we do here um, to make you happy? Because ultimately we want you here, you know? Um, selfishly, because it helps keep my doors open, but Personally, um, I get a weird satisfaction out of seeing somebody like uh, just find like find their place, find their place here. You know, I yeah. think when I was a kid, I was a little eccentric and like I always just wanted to felt like I belonged. So being able to create a place that I feel like I can do that, I always go down that route. But yeah, um, has been very rewarding. And social media for us, Instagram has been the way to do that, mm -hmm. and just being genuine about that, promoting that. Um, the way that we post posts and videos is usually pretty raw. Um, you guys schedule your social media? Nope. So I don't schedule my social media, um, but I do keep a sharp schedule on it mentally, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you're very you know, good about that. A lot of people are not good about that. Yeah. Uh, well, for us, like I've noticed, it's very easy. Like I notice when I don't do it mm -hmm. as much, or if I get lazy for a week and only post once or not really at all. Um, we don't get as much engagement or new people wanting to check us out and stuff. So for me, like it's almost a necessity just to help keep the ball rolling and help new people find us and mm -hmm. really show up-to-date content, um, show up-to-date content of what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, one really cool thing that I did, um, which I would suggest anybody do because it is the easiest thing is, okay, you have posts right all right when let's say you post a post and it's a really good post like you really liked it um after you post another eight or nine times it's no longer in the front people got to scroll down to find it most of the time they probably never will um so there's that then you have stories which are easier for people to see because it's right there at the top of their screen no matter how deep they've scrolled mm -hmm. um but that disappears in a day yeah so what instagram did that blew my mind and which was perfect 
uh, was highlights. So what we've done with our highlights is I've taken all of our staff, what we offer, I posted it on our story and I created a highlight. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that is so important is because now when anyone goes to our feed, no matter what we posted on that story that day, no matter what we've posted in our feed, they can easily click staff yeah. and see what we offer in our staff. It, it's really interesting because it basically negated the need for a website. You take the same tabs that you have at the top of your website mm -hmm. and just make a highlights for that. Boom. And you're, you're good to go. You're good to go. And that's something that I've seen a lot of businesses start doing. Yeah. Here's the game changer. Okay. This, this is, here we go, premium content here. You need to film a video on your phone, you the owner, or whoever is your touch point, whoever you trust to be like your face, mm -hmm. to say, hey, how's it going? Like, this is our business, this is what we do, we want to help you, you know, post that on your story and create it as a highlight that says like, please read or I have mine that says click me, or just have it say, you know, want to learn about us. One thing I've noticed is click me is pretty easily, and nine times out of 10 people are gonna click on it because why the hell would they not? They can easily scroll out if they don't wanna, you know. Right. Um, but what that does is take the touch point of your face and your personality, and it allows them to go ahead and feel like they're in the same room with you. Yeah. Without, I mean, like, all right, I'll show you guys ours it, right now. It feels, it it uh it makes the personality of it the personality of it right there so i don't know if you guys can see this but it says message to you and it says click me and then when i click it i'm gonna put it on the uh mic here oops and it allows them to see my face yep see who I am, uh -huh. see the background of the gym. Yeah. All these little things that I went into that video for me because it was like, this is gonna be the first touch point mm -hmm. that somebody is gonna have with Modern. First highlight? Kind of, so highlights change based on what you add to them. So technically our first highlight is Group X. Gotcha. But that's something that we really believe in and market the most anyway, so sure. it's perfect. Okay. Um, but all the other ones are behind it because we haven't added anything to it. So we have one that says offerings, memberships and services. We have one that says our team. Okay. And we have one that says home workouts. Nice. Um, that people can just use for free um, to do at home, you know, if they're still in quarantine or just don't feel comfortable coming to a gym. But small stuff like that, are such an easy way yeah. for no matter what you post or no matter how often you post for when people go to your profile they have a touch point of who you are what you do and what you're like because in, yeah and instead of like going to a business and like for example like you go to a Chili's right you don't know who the owner is you don't really care who the owner is but if you go to um, you go to like a mod pa restaurant or something like that you see this um, you you part of it is you enjoy knowing who the person is that owns it and the hard work that they put into yeah. it i mean yeah. so many times have i gone to a food truck or just a local business and you know the first touch point i have is the owner yeah and like to me like that was always like wow like this person this person could be doing whatever they want and they're here working on this place and i know like as businesses grow that's not always possible sure. 
But when you do see that, it really is like a special kind of touch point that I think, like you said, it's just different. Like it makes you gravitate towards that when you can feel, it's almost the soul of it. Yeah. You know, you can feel the heart that is in that. Mm -hmm. And it, it immediately personalizes a, what can feel like an intimidating uh, brand that's outside of, it's almost like it, it changes it from a, a business to a person mm -hmm. and it's way easier for it's way easier for customers to connect to a person because they can see how you are similar to them but if you have a no face business like a UFIT has no face behind it it's way harder for people to connect to that until they get to the gym find a well, personal really, trainer the reason why they connect to it is for what it is yeah like people go to UFIT because it's a gym right you know whereas you can create a broader reason why people want to come to your business yeah when you do have that person-esque feel yeah. that a business has because right. you know, you're basically just increasing the broadness of like what's attractive about it, yeah. right? You know, yeah. um, which again goes against like that idea of like you have to have a niche. Um, and like they may be right when yeah. people said that. For some, for some people that is great. But just define what your niche is. Yeah. And my niche was like being open to everybody. Mm -hmm. And it sounds kind of like a cheat code, but Sure. It yeah. It's, it's it's like when uh, when you're you my got, niche you have, is not having a niche. I, I no, asked the genie for three more wishes. It worked. <laughs> it works. It works. Um, all right, Chris. Cool. You got anything else you want to talk about, real quick? No, I think that's good. Sweet. I, think, uh, yeah, uh, I really appreciate you doing this. Man. Absolutely. Where can people find more out about uh, your business? Yeah, uh, we are on Instagram at Modern Fitness Tallahassee. Uh, you can find us on Facebook um, or Google. Just type in Modern Fitness Tallahassee and we'll pop up. Um, come check us out. And uh, yeah, ultimately, just come, you know, if you want to see what it's like here, just come bring it on. I'll greet you with a smile and we'll figure out what's going to fit best for you. Awesome. Uh, guys, you can find us on Instagram at Chambers Creative. I'm sorry at chambers underscore creative there you go uh and then we're also on facebook we're working on youtube which is where you're going to be able to watch this podcast uh and tiktok at chambers underscore creative there you go dude all, all right. right dude TikTok it up do those dances i want to see them <laughs>